I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my excellent co-host. We've got Lord Yushiro. Some say, everyone. And we've got our Sigma. Hiya. And we're here today to talk to you about Pokemon, but welcome to Puckle. Puckle, of course, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon, from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. Um, unfortunately for the five people that do not like me, I am back, and I'm ready to rock and roll. Hear that, Sigma? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Two of them are in this room right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, we tried. We tried. Uh, we, we got we got it in for next week, but we couldn't yeah. get this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, next week I am out again. Yeah, last week I had some personal stuff come up, so unfortunately I was out of the show. Uh, next week I I decided to take off, mostly because I have another work trip, and the work trip is not uh, certain that I'll be back in time. I don't know. Like, there's, it, it's one of those things where, like, I don't feel comfortable being like, yeah, guys, I'll be there for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I have to stay in Pacific time zone until about noon on the Friday before. We typically record on Sundays for those of you who are unaware. Sundays. <laughs> yeah. Not Sundays. Definitely. We used to do Sundays. <laughs> uh, and that was awful, especially with like a Monday release day. I was going to say, mm-hmm. wasn't that back when you were the only one editing too? Like, yeah, it was. That, yeah. That was no, your no, Sunday. My, that was my Sunday. My Sunday used to be, Record the show for two hours and then edit the show for five to six. Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah so that, I mean, that's why I don't edit the whole show anymore. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. Um, it's fantastic. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely like a whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, I have like a, I come back to, I come back home like right now I'm scheduled like somewhere around like 11 o'clock on Friday evening. One, which I would kind of just appreciate the extra time instead of recording Saturday morning to just kind of, like, recalibrate my body. Right. Mm-hmm. Jet lag sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also, I my lay, I have a layover in flights that day because I, I found, I did find a flight out at about two in the afternoon Pacific time, which is, you know, five Eastern. And that flight gets me into Chicago and I've got, like, a 40-minute layover. And I do not trust a 2 p.m. flight to be on time. <laughs> I have flown enough that I just do not trust that. You're probably yeah. not wrong. Yeah. I mean, I know that most airlines build in buffers nowadays, but like I, I am a little concerned because that like that 40 minute layover will not exist <laughs> and I might just get stuck in Chicago. Man, I wish we could use flying 
real life be like those uh hawks in uh <laughs> lord of the rings yeah where right. they just grab you and just you're just right ragdolling all the way to where you need to go right yeah no i i would love that so that i don't have to i don't have to catch planes or anything oh god we'll yeah. see we'll tsa see yeah I know. yeah but after that i should be i'm pretty open for the remainder of the year i think there's probably, I'll probably like take a vacation here or there. I think I think in August I'm going to go to Gen Con. I've finally been buying tickets for that because they opened up this week. Nice. Um, That's the so. one in Indianapolis. Yeah, it's in Indianapolis, so it's not a super oh. long drive for us. And I mean, it's supposed to be. I mean, it's like crazy big. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear people talk about it all the time because yeah. I've been listening to like a history of Magic the Gathering podcast by like yeah, yeah. the head designer since hey, for like ten years now. And Gen Con mm-hmm. was like a big thing for Magic back. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Uh, back when it started. Yeah, no, Gen Con's just big for a lot of things. Like, I, mostly, like, we're we're super into Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I know, it's right. big for that. And so it's big for that for that tabletop gaming space as a whole. But, like, yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. I, other than that, I, I've also been, I mean, I've been playing ta- the trading card game still. I, you can't get me yeah, off yeah. that. I'm I'm on, I, I feel really bad because I've just joined, like, I've just joined, like, the easy laddering that is known as Roaring Moon. I... I that is one of the three decks that I play, depending on what my daily yeah. quests are. Roaring, Roaring Moon is just like, I don't know. It's just like Helmet. It feels very Helmet. Like, it does one thing. There are a lot of varieties. I recently picked up the uh, Pokemon Catcher version. and Oh, really? It's very nice. It's like, oh, I... I've been playing some lists that performed at a tournament once upon a time, and I, I like, really I, like I, it. It plays really well. I was playing like the Iron Hands variant. Where oh, it's, I like, did not play that. Um, That's too much. That's too much. That's yeah, it, it was unnecessary. I think the Greninja yeah. variant was fine, though. Like where you're playing yeah. a few water energy and getting them onto your Greninja to just take out some Kunpei one day and be happy. Yeah, I think, but, you know, I, I was actually really uh, pleasantly surprised by the regional last week. Oh, the the finals. I was very happy to see. Yeah. G- Golden Go made it to the finals, baby. <laughs> Golden Go versus Chien Pao, and somehow Golden Go lost, but okay. Yeah, good for you, Golden Go. Good for you trying. No one believed in you, buddy. Nobody believed. I still don't believe. I don't, like, (laughs) I mean, it's it's a nice surprise, uh, because, like, there's no other Golden Go. Granted, I don't think anybody else is playing it in Top Cut. I was gonna say, now it finally earns the price point that it has, because most cards just, like, fall to the bottom. Golden Go just... Kind of chilled at like the three to four dollar range forever. I know, right? despite having yeah. no results. Like I think Roaring Moon <laughs> was cheaper. <laughs> oh, I think I think it's one of those decks that people are just like maybe after rotation it'll be fine. I, I've heard that too. I've heard that it's like a contender post rotation. I believe. Yeah, post rotation is probably okay. It I doesn't lose that much. So yeah, it is possible in my opinion for like a tier two or tier three deck to make day two and like perform well top cut. Like it's possible. I mean, I- I always enjoy seeing the Clop Electrode deck, like, do well at a late Yeah, night. right. Like, I mean, that that's the other deck I play on the I ladder, like watching so. the numbers for late night lately, and they've just, like, they've definitely plummeted as of late. Mm. Eh, we're later in the season. Rotation is, right. like... Oh, yeah, no, late. rotation's, it, rotation's on, on the way. But even then, before, it, it's, like, dropped to... I think Live killed it, in all honesty. Like, when I was on PTCGO, you'd get, like, 400 players. I mean, you had that for live too and then they moved nights so that probably yeah that help. probably didn't help yeah because live was always updating on tuesday so you never <laughs> yeah. knew what was going to happen for the tournament like if you had to ban that's a card true. though live hasn't been like that bad lately yeah i don't know yeah i i've enjoyed that i i also like i don't know i've got the itch now to just like go and play like competitive pokemon like cartridge again 
I'm like, should I go mm, do right. that? Man, I, I don't know. Like, we, I do it on stream every once in a while, though we've been doing the egg lock lately, uh, which I, I really like doing. I didn't do that this week either, man. Like, most of my normal, like, Puckle Pokemon stuff just didn't happen this week. I didn't I, do the show. I didn't happens. do the stream. Man, I, before I was very trying to be consistent with it, I would be like, yeah, man. But now, like, I kind of miss it. I just like, mm, man, I didn't yeah. get to play the egg lock. Yeah, I climbed a Master Ball, like, really fast this month. In both singles and yeah. doubles, I just don't have a team that I love for doubles. The, the thing so that got like, me, bro. the thing that's hooking me again, in all honesty, is everybody found the way to start being able to do like full six v six battles on card again because ah, yeah, you yeah. can just set up the battles, which I definitely agree with. And I'm starting to think like, oh man, like regular OU or even like draft league of some sort. Mm-hmm. I think it would be also I don't know like between the staff, I think it would just be really cool for us to have like a tournament that we record. I think that would just be really fun. Man, I have I have to do something to figure out how to get back to competitive anything in Pokemon because right. both of them just feel so overwhelming um, to try to get I mean, back in or try to get into. TCG is worth waiting like a month. Yeah, TCG rotations in the end of March or early Literally April. a month, yeah. Yeah. TCG, yeah, TCG, I'm completely disconnected. At least I'm somewhat connected to the video games because I still play them. But yeah, yeah. I haven't played yeah. TCG in months. I don't know. I feel like we should we should do something because I I I've definitely been playing TCG still, which makes me feel good about myself to some extent. Uh, and like I'm aware of competitive, and like mm-hmm. my competitive senses still exist uh, right. to the point where like we could play VGC online, and I like mm-hmm. I can go I can go ladder with the team and be like, okay, I have an idea of what's going to happen here, and I'll do all right. Mm-hmm. But like I I'm definitely not good at it like I used to be. Like there were. I remember yeah, it's, the days it's all about practice. Yeah, yeah. I remember the days when I was like really in tune, where like I could see three to five turns ahead. The top sixteen thatch back in yeah, it, back, yeah, back in that old, day. Yeah, good old top sixteen thatch. <laughs> top sixteen thatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine how much money you would have made if it were like today, <laughs> right? <laughs> like i assume you didn't get like almost anything for that now you i that. when i got top 16 that one time this was now it's like six years ago like almost to the dot i thought it was like in 2019 or something. no it was 2018 it was 2018 okay i remember clearly because i was still it was my last year in grad school and i'm like i just want to go do ah, this to yeah. do it uh and i got to hang out with bo and viger and that was really fun yeah oh my gosh like as my my i went into that one being like oh, i'm gonna go oh and three and just drop and just go have a good time. But I ended up doing really well. I beat, like, who was it? Paul Chua, I think. Nice. I, I think I beat I, him. I've sat next to him at a Nationals before. Yeah. I think I actually I think I think actually beat him. I didn't realize who it was when I played the game. Uh, and that I remember that ser- that set. I definitely got super lucky on that set. I think I, I think I got, like, a rock slide flinch and, like, a burn off a scald or something similar. All in the same turn. <laughs> and the only reason I won was because, like, the burn damage was, just, like, just enough to take something out. Ooh, nice. Yeah, it was it was insane. That Like, that was a, that was a tough set. But, uh, yeah. Oh, man. I, I Even, like, singles, though. I remember, like, because we used to stream viewer battles all the time. I used to just, mm-hmm. I used to just, like, be really in tune with it. Right. I just, I don't have that anymore. Like, I just, I, I could probably see, like, a turn or two ahead sometimes. Right. nowadays uh but yeah i just can't and, and that's exactly the the intimidating part of it that always kept me back it it's not you learning what your pokemon does that's yeah. the easy part it's just knowing the meta knowing what knowing to expect, what the other things are going to do right 
is prediction, and that's the part I suck at. <laughs> I just, you know. My problem in the current meta is Deoxys speed. I never know what it's going to do. Yeah. Mm. That's a very specific problem to have. <laughs> you sure? Maybe we should get together. You and I just want to hang out more. Maybe this is a good way for us to hang out more. We should do a series we do. where... We definitely do. I'm moving now this month, next month, so my, my schedule is going to be more oh, lighter. Yeah. I'll have a recording room, so back uh, I can oh, start man. recording at 6 and 7 a.m. again. Oh, man. <laughs> well, it's not going to be specifically yeah, a yeah, recording yeah. room, but it is I a room not. apart where I won't bother <laughs> my wife. <laughs> I think it'd be a lot of fun for us to do a series where like, we try to teach you how to play competitive again, whether it be that TCG be or video game, you know? Yeah, uh, we walk and it's you funny because it. I've been trying to get into an ATCG. I've been avoiding Pokemon because of how uh, overwhelming it is, right? Uh, but I'm like, man, maybe Lorcana, um, that's the new Disney game yeah, that, that came nice. out. Yeah. Those cards looks really pretty. I'm like, oh, on the art alone, they get me. Can't find them anywhere. Yeah, yeah that's um, the problem. So I thought, oh, maybe Dragon Ball. I know there's a Dragon Ball TCG that um, it's really good. It's now rebooting into a new one. I okay. was going to say, I haven't heard much about Dragon Ball after like Digimon and One Piece right. was like super it's successful. It's rebooting. Now it's going to be Fusion something. Okay. <laughs> and it's going to relaunch now. I think it's in, in March, if I'm not mistaken, okay. or maybe it already rebooted. And then the other one that I was um, waiting on is Star Wars Unlimited. It's a new Star mm. Wars oh. trading card game that is going to come out this year. It doesn't have a date yet, unfortunately, which is why, like, ugh. there's a lot of TCGs, interesting TCGs that are coming out. Um, but either you can't find them or they haven't been released yet. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now, I mean, Pokemon's not that bad right now, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. you pick up Charizard Jushiro and you can just run. Oh, yeah. No, I played that deck. Because that's the deck they give you in uh, live, Charizard, right? Roaring Moon's really easy to run. Like, yeah, Roaring Moon is easy, too. Uh, there's a couple easy decks. and they're Just stay ju- away like, from Lost Box and you're probably fine. Yeah, honestly, yeah. And understanding that, again, the, underst- uh, the intimidating part isn't really understanding yeah, yeah. the part. Because that's I have mm-hmm. experience. Played Magic Forever before Pokemon and all that. It's the meta. Yeah, yeah, of course. The, of course. Is the relearning everything out there and uh That's why I want to help you. I I I have most of that knowledge, right? I mean, and, right. that's also and why I it's can probably teach worth you. waiting for rotation, right? Like to some extent. Like if you're going to buy physically for sure. Right. A third of the cards disappear. Mew disappears. Uh, yeah, Mew okay, disappears. but Mew's not like a huge <laughs> issue right now online at least. This is true. I have not seen a Mew in a long time. Yeah, I don't think I Mew is a big good. issue online. We should make it like a YouTube video. We so should. We can have, no, we uh, should. Yeah. No, I absolutely think we should do that. You just, it's like a Tatch or our Sigma, um, teaching me. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just there like a student asking questions. No, that's, no, that's thing. what I want. I think it'd be good content. I don't know. We should think about mm-hmm. it. Let us know if you want that. Send us emails, pucklepodcast.gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Teaching an old dog new Pokemon. Yeah. That's the name of <laughs> I, I know we can keep talking like this forever, but uh, we are a Pokemon oh, you podcast. Start, yeah. We do have to start right. the show. So uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to cut it here, guys. And we're going to go jump right into the news. So let's cue that epic music. Radio Tower. This just in. 
Welcome to the news. In the news, there's actually not that much to talk about. It's the calm before the storm. We're like we're literally like mm-hmm. ten days out as of recording. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I expect Day. nothing to be in the news next week. Yeah, it next week is gonna be dead. news. Maybe it, some leaks because it's getting more and more. We're getting to a day and age where leaks are kind of like nah. If Rockstar can stop it, no one can. Well, it, it, it's also you have to remember, like Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, Pokemon is a large company anyway, right? Like, there's no I mean, the way. Big, there's no way it doesn't leak. There's just no way. The, right. The big Someone issue is there are so there. many fake leaks that we don't know which ones are the real. <laughs> that's the only. Like, thing. remember that, when that's Let's Go leaked? Real, uh, yeah. That's remember when Let's Go leaked on Deportan and nobody knew it leaked until they yeah, officially right. announced it, and then it's like, oh, we had these images like a month ago, and we had no clue. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, we'll see how it goes because I'm getting like the leaks are like all over the place right now. Mm. I have They're, no clue what to expect. And yeah, I kind of love it. I do love that. I am very excited for that. But uh, let's get into some news that definitely is important for people to know. Uh, looks like San Francisco is going to be hosting the hosting Worlds in 2026. I don't know why the con- convention center in San Francisco got really excited by knowing that they were going to do that. But they decided to post it themselves and leak it before Pokemon wanted to announce it. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, going to be real and exciting in like a year and a half when they officially announce it. But, you know. Oh, they'll they, no, they'll announce Worlds uh, twenty twenty. Oh wait, did, wait, it's Worlds twenty twenty six. This is an extra year. There is a place between Hawaii and this. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't. Re- I thought it was twenty twenty five. I didn't realize the words that were coming out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. So there's a place in between this and that. Oh my gosh. That's ridiculous. Dang. Yeah. Uh, they're also going to be you lighting know, my up. My generation is starting to take over, so we get excited for stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they'll be lighting up the Empire State Building for Pokemon Day. Uh, plus, there's going to be a local event yeah. in Go. Uh, maybe Captain Pikachu? Who knows? Uh, Who knows? I, because it's not I, for Unova, is the thing. It's for the. Yeah. Anime. Yeah, it's for the anime. Don't get excited. Po- Pokemon Horizons finally makes its debut in the U.S. after already existing for a year in Japan. Uh, and also getting its second season already in Japan. Like, it's insane how far behind we are on this new anime. It's right. it's like we were before the anime switched over to Horizons. I think we were only like six months behind Japan. Yeah, it wasn't now, that bad. It wasn't that bad. And now we're now we're like a full year. I don't even know what's happening either because the dub 1000 percent exists. That's because it's already like half aired in. It's already half aired in the UK and like Canada. (laughs) It could be a TV deal thing. Oh no! It one hundred percent is. It's one hundred percent a Netflix issue. It's one hundred percent a Netflix issue. They delayed it like two weeks. It was supposed to start airing like literally the end of next week, I think. Yeah, and And it got pushed back to March. Probably because I think Avatar starts next week or something. Yeah, Avatar comes out on Monday, which is kind of exciting. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, I yeah, I, I I'm hyped for it. Uh, I saw One Piece on Netflix and they did an amazing job. Yeah, with that. One, the really One Piece on it. Netflix, I was actually really impressed by. Me too. Mm-hmm. I heard it. I wasn't gonna watch it. I'm like, this is gonna be bad. Well, because uh, then I heard Cowboy Bebop all did the terrible. Secondhand, yeah, <laughs> right. And then I I heard all the second people like you know secondhand say people just saying like, hey, it's really good. And yeah, I it's actually it, really good. Yeah, it's really good. So I'm excited <laughs> at what yeah. they do with Avatar. All right. Well, Sigma, talk about the other things that are happening. Uh, I think Jushiro was red. Yes. Oh, no, no. We're going to talk about Violet and Scarlet. 
We're going to sign up for the second global challenge that opens later this week Ooh. with battles being held over the first weekend of March. I should do that. I need to. I should do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sign up for this. Yeah, I need. I just do need it. to find a team. Do it. I, I don't have a team. I'll have to make one. I want to be hard trick room hattering, I think. Ooh. This is where I'm at. That sounds fun. I actually enjoy oh, this format right now in VGC. Like the current format's very fun. I enjoy it. I just have an issue finding a team that I like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? And then is there? on the uh, meta, uh, at least the online one, the sta- uh, staple remover removed Archelon. Archeludon uh, was banned uh, from OU. Thanks, Rain. I don't know who Rain. Oh, is Rain, Rain, Rain. Rain is the the weather condition. Uh, oh, okay, sometimes okay. sometimes clouds get really heavy, Jushiro. And, <laughs> and, and they decide to leak water when water and compression meet. Yes, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, but it's because uh, it's because it's got a move. Its signature move, the parabolic shot, is that what it's called, or something like that? What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they want the yeah. hyper beam, but it's electricity. It's yeah. not. It's not hyper beam. Yeah. It's more like a meteor beam. But electricity, right, right. Uh, Except it, in rain, it's better. In, in rain, it's only one turn instead of two. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, you, so and you have stamina because stamina and you have stamina a as, a, as an ability. Yeah, ridiculous. Oh, uh, but yeah, I, I completely understand why it is. It, that makes sense to me. Yeah. No. It it makes sense. It is a very good Pokemon. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, take us. Take it. Keep going, uh, G- er, right. Sigma. On on Pokemon right. Go, Pokemon Go, lots of stuff is happening because that Sinnoh tour is happening this weekend. Uh, so there's a bunch of Sinnohy stuff happening leading up to it. There's wow. a code out there to get you a Rotom quest, like if you need a Rotom. Uh, so I might there's actually lots need of a raids Rotom. happening all. I week. might need a Rotom actually. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I it's think that they only the released it like once at a live event or something dumb like that. So they probably they, do need a Rotom. Yeah, this is like the only time. Like I don't know this. This is like the time they always do the events during the time of year that I don't play the game. Pokemon uh, Day is such a rough time to have an event because you never know what the yeah, weather is going to be. Dude, there's three inches of snow North outside. America. I'm not playing Pokemon Go. Okay, <laughs> I think it's supposed to be like 50 next week, so maybe it works out for me. But I'm I still not doing I it. I don't know. Um, right, but yeah, since there's like a million legendaries in Sinnoh, like different raids are happening all week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can look into that. And then there's also the ticket for the sh- shiny shaman if you want to get that for like five oh, bucks. Oh, I might do that. Uh, it's like a year long quest you have to do, but yeah, no, I like I like the I like those other the year long ones though because then you always oh, have no, something they're very to good. do. I you just always I have very much to do. agree. Like those it's are a nice the ty- to have that goal. It's a good those goal. Are the- yeah, and for something yeah. as big as a shiny mythical, I think that's fair. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I'm not touching it this time because I actually sat through the resets and BDSP. So I have a shiny shaman uh, in Ooh. my Pokemon home. I don't need this one, but makes sense. Uh, oh, it's me now. Um, in the TCG, Hi. the uh, May TCG set is going to be called Twilight Masquerade, uh, releasing on the twenty fourth and likely featuring Blood Moon, Ursaluna, and Ogre Pond, uh, which uh, is to be expected because they are going to be legal for NAIC weekend. So that NAIC makes sense. NAIC is early this year. Yeah, NAIC is early. I, it, where is it? It's in Louisiana. That's right. Yeah. Um, so everybody can stop complaining about going to Ohio, I guess. Mm. Uh, and uh, Temporal Forces, which is the next set that's coming out, 
the pre-release promos uh, have been shown, and it looks like it's going to be Matang, Coridon, Maridon, and Feraligator. Yay, Feraligator. Feraligator looks good. This. I think it does, fr- like, two. Yeah. Doesn't it do, yeah. like, 280 or something like it that? It does 280, actually. Yeah, no, the Feraligator deck, I saw it had some, like, early results in Japan mm-hmm. uh, where it was doing okay. So I might go build it just for funsies. I can't blame you. Matang is going to be really good for metal decks. So. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty, coming back. The next ready. set, the next set's going to be uh, decent. It's going to do a lot of work. It is. But yeah, that is uh, that is it for the actual news that is out there. Um, there is a survey. Please go fill out the Puckle survey if you have not already. We're like six away, and then I get to go give a lecture on Pokemon or Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> six responses <laughs> away, so. Uh, do it. Feed me. Um, and then additionally, we've got Puckle's Pokey prediction as always, uh, which is, will Charizard be available in whatever the next game will be? Oh, actually, no. I, okay. Actually, I don't know that it will be. Um, right? I don't either. Uh, I don't think <laughs> I don't it, I, I was thinking, I was, I was thinking like next gen, like, yeah, the first gen 10 game, 100%. There's a Charizard. Right. Like, is it in a Unova remake? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't think it is in a Unova remake. Um, like it. That's it, a hard it, question. It, it might be in like a Johto remake. Too. I, it could I be know. in a Johto. If it's Johto, I could see a Charizard. Yeah. If there's something to do with Johto, I think Charizard will be there. My Honestly, my feeling is we are going to get like, so if there's a Legends game, I think they will probably try to push that game over the edge by making the fire type starter a, uh, a Charmander. Really? I think they will. Like with the success that they had with just Pokemon Legends Arceus. And the fact that they had already been pushing Charizard like so hard in Gen Eight, I think they had to like step back from that. Uh, so we got mm-hmm. we got we got the Charizard equivalent, which was just Typhlosion. And then in uh, in Scarlet and Violet, we got Standing Charizard again, which we wanted for so long. So I I I wouldn't be surprised honestly if there's a Legends game if Charizard was the starter though. Hmm. So and if it does, and they do the Legends thing where they combine it with a different type, what type would you do it? Uh, I think they just give us Dragon Charizard. I can see that. A Dragon Fire? Yeah. I think we get a Dragon Fire Charizard. Yeah, I think Charmeleon evolves into a Dragon Fire Charizard. And so, I the people that are upset that it's not a dragon can rejoice. Like, I don't understand the people who get upset at that, by the way. Like, isn't it cooler that we got a different typing than Dragon? Dragon's not a cool mm. type. Like, it's you know not a cool the type. internet is that. Just I know, I know. It's whatever I, people want. Like, I just think, like, people that are upset at Gyarados for not being dragon type, they could, like, I don't understand. Like, flying water Gyarados is kind of cool. It yeah. is kind of And cool. it's a great type of combat. I mean, if you don't fight against an electric. Yeah, it's fine. very good. It's fine. Like, it, I like it a lot. I think that, so, I, yeah, I think, like, game design-wise, it's really fun. Like, my curiosity is... Are they going to do regional evolutions again, or are we going to go to convergent species starters next time? Uh, no, 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 not convergent species. I think that's a, I, I think that is a step too far. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I see a world where we get that fire snivy eventually. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I really think that maybe like down the road. I don't think right now because regionals are such a good hit. I mean, we still we still got regionals in Paldea on top of conversion species, and honestly, we got, I like, think right. three. I though. think we. I think I think Wiglet. Yes, I don't disagree with you. I think I think Wiglet and Toad's Cruel, uh, really exist honestly to help drive home the point of paradox Pokemon, mm-hmm. which are these are different Pokemon 
but they look the same, right? Throughout the I gameplay. Mean, hmm. I love Wiglet, but it is definitely the weakest of the three convergent species we have. Yes. So Oh uh, wait, three? We have two. We have two convergent species. We have Poltergeist too. Oh yeah, Poltergeist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh right. That's I like crazy. that one a lot. I like that one. That one's good. Evolution. I like that because that one's yeah, really good. Exactly. Like that one, yeah. a lot of thought put into it. I like that one. That one. That one's fine. I think Convergent Evolution is fine. I, I really think it's fine, but I think regional forms are better. I I think Convergent Evolution needs. It's fine, but they really need to, like for example, Wiglet. Um, they really did hammer in too close with yes. Duck Trio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. If you like convergence and uh, evolution, uh, in nat in nature, it's about ha- them having similar features, but not being the same Pokemon, the same animal. For example, bats and birds arrive con- uh convergent evolution into flying, but they're not related, right? Bats are mammals, birds are birds. So, um, but they got there through the same method. So I want to see that, like, not the same Pokemon. Just different types are made out of gra- uh, you know, toad, um, uh, mushrooms and stuff. I, mean, I, I just thought... want them to, to, to have something that's to- different. Toad's cool is a toad's better cool convergent. I like toad's it. cool, toad's cool is better than, than Wiglet. Wig- I yeah. think. Wiglet's definitely the worst. I love right. it. I use it as my switch icon, but it is the worst. Yes. Um, yeah. But so Wiglet works because of how ridiculous it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't so know. I just, cool, I just think it's, I think it's just kind of like Game Freak's way of kind of being lazy about regionals anyway, is convergence. Right. I, I think by, just based on the fact of how many regionals we got in Legends Arceus, if we got a Legends game, I think it's just going to be a regional. Mm. I, I don't think we're going to get convergent starters. I don't think that'll happen. I see it also, I did enjoy a lot that they game, made but... uh, regionals have their own po- uh, Pokedex entries, which I think is... I, mm-hmm. I think it, I think there's also just, like, the hype at this point, too. Like, if you see a Pokemon become a starter in a Legends game, you know it's mm-hmm. getting a new a new final, and that just builds the hype even more. Right? Now, they right. did ruin the ability of the Pokemon company to put three starters together that were not related in promo images now. Because I remember when they put out yeah, the uh, Indigo uh, Disc yeah. trailer and everyone's like, oh, these guys are the next set of starters for a Legends game. It's like, oh, no, stop it. Stop it. That's, uh, <laughs> stop that's it. Not, you are awful. Don't I, do this. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised, though. Like, next next Legends game, Charizard. Like, I would not be. I could I see it. I could see it. I would not be yeah. surprised. I would also to... appreciate, like, a Torchic, but, you know. I, I would, too, but I think I think Charizard is, or I think Charmander is Charizard, like the one that's going to happen. Greninja, and I'm thinking about the third grass type. Uh, <laughs> You're going with all the coolest things, so give it to Sceptile, Well, too. they uh, might as well. Might as well uh, give Greninja. it to Sceptile. Snivy. Uh, uh, there we go. I, I wouldn't be surprised the if three. they gave us, like, as underwhelming as it would be, like, one of the Gen 8 starters in the next Legends I mean, game. Mm, because we did like get Rowlet. We did, we did get Rowlet, you know. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. I think the Pokemon Company is very aware that they're like the weakest set of three. I think the Pokemon they, Company is pretty... aware. Which one? Uh, the Gen Wait, 8 starters. Galar. Like, they're just the weakest really? set. I think they are. They are? I think, like, oh. in terms I mean, of, like, design. I like Rillaboom still, but, you know. Yeah, I like them. I don't think they're, I don't think. Sobble, okay. I, okay, you can say Sobble's you like them. I, all starters are, like, better designs for Pokemon. But if, in, like, right, right. in the, we're not doing this episode today, but. One day we will. <laughs> but when when you're talking about, like, if you compare all of the starters together, I think 
the Gen 8 starters are just all some of the weakest starters that we could have had. Interesting. I think Gen okay. 7's not great either, but kind of. That's where I land on. I think Gen, Gen 7, Gen 7 outside of like Rowlet. Yeah, I think they Rowlet's have Rowlet cool. and they have Incineroar, which. Uh, oh, that's true. Regret. I mean, yeah. I've grown on Primarina too. Uh, yeah. But that's true. I don't think Poplio is that great of a starter. I think when, I think when you look at just like the base starters, like as groups of three, I think they really pop just because they w- went very strong on the colors with those three. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, like Johto is one of the weaker ones too, but yeah, Chikorita really brings that down. I'm not. It lie. really does. I like yeah. Cyndaquil a lot. Like Totodile is fine for yeah. me, but Chikorita right. is uh, sad. Well, I'm going to cut us off here because we've gone off the Charizard course, which is fine because we don't need to talk about Charizard that much. Uh, but we're going to go ahead. We're going to stop it here and we're going to go to Puckle's Pokey Quiz where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. Welcome to our trivia. Thank you for that introduction. We're going to jump right on into it. Our first question this week is going to come to you from the British gent. Oh, actually, no, maybe. Actually, you know what? I'm going to do it, and you guys can guess. I'm going to give you a plus or minus yeah, 10 on Mr. this. Gent. I'm going to give you a plus or British minus gent. 10 on this answer. Let's according, go, Rangers. <laughs> according to Bulbapedia, how many volumes of the Pokemon manga have been released? Volumes of the Pokemon manga. Oh, oh snap. No. Just oh. Pokemon Adventure or Pokemon Manga Total? Pokemon Manga. That's what I have. I am out. I have no Plus or minus clue. 10 on Not the volumes. Not even a number. Plus or minus 10. I just 10. assume that there are like eight volumes per region, I think. I know box sets exist, and I think there's like eight-ish volumes in a box set or something like that. Uh, but I, Yellow exists as its own maybe. thing. Holy snap. Um, I'm going to round it up to 10 per generation i mean how much is a volume in manga it's, i don't read enough mangas uh, to know. volume in manga is usually i think about eight chapters eight chapters okay so Eight-ish it's chapters eight. something like that let's say that they're in gen 9 now yeah there's probably only like one volume per gen 9 there wasn't much of gen 8 either gen i'm eight? gonna say 90 uh, uh para- 90 volumes so here i'm gonna i think we should add some more to that Okay. Because there's also like yellow chapters, heart gold soul silver chapters. Gotcha. You're right. Oh so, man. Um I would I would probably guess like 140ish maybe. Okay. That's Or 130ish, yeah. 140ish somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. Um, uh 140 is your final answer? We'll go 130. 130 is unfortunately incorrect and outside of the range by a lot. Oh no. The answer is 64. Oh, my. Wow. Uh, there's 64 volumes that. of the Pokemon manga. But yeah, I, I don't have the list in front of me where I would tell you. 
Huh. Okay. Hmm. Uh, well, all right. Moving on. Our next question is going to come to you from, I believe, uh, Wyatt White. In Pokemon Go, teaching Pokemon the right attacks can be a gamble when they know multiple different attacks. Which Pokemon learns the most attacks, both fast oh, no. and charge moves combined? Oh, no. I have no, no. idea. Today's tough. What's a Pokemon known for knowing lots of moves? I guess Mew. But I don't know if it knows the game. I don't know if it has moves in Go. Go learning moves is like a completely different thing. It might be Charizard because yeah. it had two communities. I'll give you the days. free hint that know. this Pokemon has 39 moves total. Wow. Uh, wow. Like yeah, Smeargle is no cheating, so it's not Smeargle. Uh, you can't teach it moves, it just comes with them. Mm. 39 moves. That's a lot. That's a lot. The only thing that pops into my mind is Mew. Mew doesn't attack? No, it attacks. It just doesn't, like... I, Learn I don't know. stuff? I mean, we we could probably try Mew. Like, it's the one in the regular games that would have that many moves, right? Right. He's the, the Pokemon known for knowing every move, or able to learn every move. Yeah. Right? That's his gimmick. So it would surprise me if it's not Mew, but I don't know about Go that much. Yeah, I, I have no clue when it comes to moves, so... So Mew? Yeah, I guess so. Mew is correct. Uh, Mew, Mew I'm glad they got that lore moves. correct. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad they go. have that lore correct. Well, you guys are one for two. Your next question is your Pokemon, Pokedex entry question, as always. This one is going to come to you from Smeargle19. It's Pokemon Violet entry reads, When defending its friends, this Pokemon will stand up to any opponent, no matter how strong, but it's powerless when faced with an empty stomach. Who's that Pokemon? Uh, it did say who's that anime protagonist, but I, I wanted to make sure I didn't yeah. confuse you. Uh, <laughs> uh, that sounds like a dog Pokemon. Hungry and loyal. Yeah. Or useless when hungry, but loyal. Fido? Mm, maybe? Um, it's in violet. It could be that. Sure, let's go with Fido. I can't really, because oh, the other it's ones... A, it's a dog that is food. Right. So you're going with Fido? We're going to go with Fido. Fido yeah. is unfortunately incorrect. Uh, your next entry is, it's Pokemon White entry reads. Oh. When, whatever it eats becomes fuel for the flame in its stomach. When it's anger, the intensity of the flame increases. It is fire. Could it be Flame in Growlithe? its stomach. Hmm. Growlithe? Could it be yeah. Growlithe? Growlithe? Yeah. It's in... Like, Pokemon White doesn't tell us much. It just tells us that it's in the first five games. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then to me, it sounds, still sounds like a dog. Um, so, Growlithe. Yeah, that's the only one I can think of. Yeah. Growlithe? Uh, Growlithe is unfortunately incorrect. Uh, the no. answer is Pig Knight. Why is that Pig protecting Knight. things? Why does uh, that need right? To- yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, because nobody cared about it. We never learned its entry. I I wouldn't know. I never picked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, well, I just got its dex entry and moved on. Okay, you guys are one for three right now. Uh, your next answer is your uh, is your multiple answer question, as always. Now, looking at this, I, I have two qu- types of questions to ask for you uh, that you can choose from. Uh, one is about uh, the Pokemon anime. Um, and some minor specifics about the Pokemon anime. Um, and then there's another one that is about, uh, signature moves. Ooh. Your choice. Which one do you feel more comfortable with? Uh, I, 
I'm about even on both of them, so it's up to you. Man, I want to go signature moves. Okay. They interest me more. Signature moves? All right. There are 11 answers here. What I'm going to do Ooh. here is I'm going to do something that we've never done for this question. And I'm going to offer you guys up to four points on this question. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. I'm going to offer you up to four points on this question. There are 11 answers. For every three answers you give me, I will give you uh, one point. There are 11. So if you give me the last two after you get the first three points, I will give you an additional point up to four. Uh. Um, this is from Zay Paladin. Name the starter signature moves that are still available to only one starter. There are 11 oh. in total. So it has okay, to just okay. be to the starter. It, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's still their signature so move. Like, Nobody so like, else learns it. Oh, okay. So it's not Matt Block because, well, one, it doesn't happen anymore, but two, Throw had it for some reason. Yes. It, it would not right. be Matt Block. But it would be... But what is sure Shuringen? No, not Water Shuriken. Excelgore has it. Though, Excelgore is oh. not in the game right now, so maybe it counts. Um, that does not count. That does not count. It, it means, okay. like, in general, has another Pokemon ever learned this move ever? Meaning Pyroball would be correct. Pyroball is correct. correct. Snipeshot is also correct. Those are two of them <laughs> that are correct. I I believe Grookey's is drum beating. Uh, drum beating is also correct. That is three for a point. Hmm. Torch Song. Uh, Torch Song is also Lyra, correct. No? Torch song is correct. Are you gonna get? Are you relocking in, uh, Dark Lariat? It's not Dark Lariat. Dark Lariat was okay. a TM last time. Uh, so, so you're at four. Yeah, you are at four. Yeah. Uh, so we need what is uh, Aqua Step is Quackwavels. Aqua Step is five. That is correct. Uh, Court Change is still a Cinderace signature move somehow. It is. You are correct. That is uh, that is six. You're at two points. Don't know how Pissimian doesn't have it, but. We, yeah. we continue on. Um, what is the what is the Miascarada's flower trick? That's the call. That's flower, flower trick. trick yeah. That is seven. And uh, torch. We already said torch. We got song, torch song. Right? So we got okay. we got the newest guys. Oh, um, the Hisuian starters signature moves. Uh, Infernal parade. That is correct. That is eight. It. That is eight. Oh, both of Decidueye's signature moves are still there. Which ones? Uh I'm trying to think of their names. Triple Arrow, I think, is the new one. Uh, it's Triple Arrow, yep, for Hisuian Decidueye. That is, that, how many is that? That's nine? That's nine now? Yeah, so you have three points. There's two more moves you need. Um, so oh, we... Oh, Ceaseless Edge. Ceaseless Edge from Hisuian Samurai. That's ten. Uh, we need... What is regular Decidueye's sig- signature move? Uh, oh, I don't recall. Uh, it's like a chain move. It's like... It's the arrow. It's Sinister Arrow Raid is its... Um, I love that you know that, move, but not but, the actual move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Spirit Shackle. That's the name. Spirit Shackle is correct. That is all 11 moves. Wow. You did that. That is four Impressed. points for you guys on that. I don't one. know how. Awesome. Actually, there there is not a new archer. That's why Spirit yeah. Shackle hasn't been given exactly, out. Exactly. Exactly. They haven't had the crossover with Pal World yet. Like, no, they, I was going to make a Paul Ward joke and I stopped. It's uh, like you might have been able to get it on Iron Valiant, but did you need to? No. No. We're good. No, no, no. All right. Well, you guys uh, are five for four now. Your last question is your uh, is your base deck question, as always. This one is coming from Fiamon. What poison type Pokemon has the highest base defense? Hmm. hmm. So we can use a hint here. Uh, my initial thought is probably Toxapex, but... Right. You want to uh, use the hint? 
yeah, yeah, well, yeah let's do that. <laughs> the hint is useless to us. This is this is a Gen Nine Pokemon. Ooh. Uh, so poison types in Gen Nine with high defense. Revabroom might be up there because mm, um, it's steel. Yeah, it's a steel type. So, um, what other poison types in Gen Nine are there? I don't think there were that many, or were they? Oh, like I know it's not the Paradox Pokemon because it's Iron Moth, and Iron Moth is not known for its defense. It is a fast special attacker. So right, and the other poison that I can think of is the Monkey. Which I forgot its name. It, it is not Grafai. <laughs> yeah, Grafai. It better not be Grafai. Yeah. Um, there's a no lot of regional. Gen, there's a there's a lot of poison types in Gen Nine. Actually, really? it's Gen not Clodzire. They introduced Clodzire a lot is a special in the DLC. Monkey. Oh yeah, there are three. There are three guys in the poor guy. Oh, it's Petron. Which one? Uh the mythical, the Peach. Mythical Peach. Uh, it has like an 88 in all stats except defense where it's 160. Yeah. Oh, then there it is. Yeah. Uh, Petrarunt is correct uh, with a 160 base defense. Next up is Toxapex with 152. Okay. Uh, followed up okay. by Mega Venusaur at 123. And then both Weezings at 120. Okay. So yeah, Venusaur you got does that better right. than I expect. Well, yeah, Mega you guys Venusaur, got six points the there though, today. Yeah. Six points for you Woo! guys for doing that. So let's go ahead. That does change up the standings, I think, maybe. Um, it does. Uh, I don't know if we added the points from last week. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know. Uh, it was not me. Uh, all right. So in first place, we've got Whimsicott with 15, followed up by Claude 9 with 14. In third, we've got Yushiro with 13. Uh, in fourth, we have Star Sigma with 12. These are all the people who've been on the show twice this year. Um, and then you've got Seth Vilo in fifth with eight. Uh, Lydia and Sublime are tied with seven. Shark has six. And then everybody else has yet to get on the board uh, in our race to 40. We'll see who gets there. All right. That is going to be it for Puckles Pokey Quiz. Tune in next week if you want more quiz-tastic action. I was going to say that. I was trying to come up with a new tagline. <laughs> it failed. All right. Well, on to the topic. We have another review from Fat Pat 1988 It slaps. I began listening to the podcast back in Gen 5 right before X and Y released. At the time, it felt it was okay. Fell out of Pokemon for a bit around Gen 7 and only recently came back. I came back to the podcast as well. I have to say they have really grown into something spectacular. I thoroughly enjoy the structure and content of the show. At this point, in my opinion, it is easily one of the best Pokemon podcasts out there. Well, thank you, Fat Pat 1988 and if you have a review, please drop it wherever you listen to the podcast. We really appreciate it. It helps people find the show. But until next time, let's move on to the topic. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. 
Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the topic. Our topic today is top five, bottom five legendaries. Woof. You guys didn't think we could do it, but we did. We came up with top, we came up with top fives outside of types. We have more. <laughs> we, we can continue. Yes. Yeah, people are, uh, I just remember so many people were just like, uh, what are you going to do after the types? Here's seven ideas of mine. And I'm like, guys, we got this figured out. I, I've been planning this for months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like after the first couple episodes were a success, it's like we, we figured it out. <laughs> We got to keep this going. We have to keep going after types, right? Like, we thought about this, guys. All right, but yeah, we're going to do legendaries. I really want to start off with legendaries. Yeah. I think it's a, a fun, easy one to introduce the concept of not a top bottom five types episode. Mm-hmm. So we've got the list of legendary Pokemon. We aren't including mythical Pokemon today because that's another episode in its own right. Ultra Beasts aren't legends anymore either, so... Leia, yeah. legend... They're not considered sub-legendary, are they? No. To be fair, I... I don't think I I don't think I would have done it anyway. After they added Paradox Pokemon, they got their own category. Well, yeah, because I I would argue that Ultra Beast and Paradox Pokemon are pretty similar anyway. So th- that that makes sense to me. But they're separate categories, but the same category if that makes sense. Like we we are including what people would, might title uh, sub legendary Pokemon like Articuno and, and friends and and stuff like that. So it's not just the things on the face of the box in Zygarde. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to just do box art legendaries. That's not fun. Not fun at all. But yeah, I, I think we... And most of them are good. Most of them. Uh, most of them are good. I think we can, I, I think we can get a bottom five pretty easily. <laughs> um, I don't know if we're going to get a top five super easily. I think we're going to have some contention, but I, I guess I'll kick things off. So uh, first of all, if you are new to these types of episodes, what we do is uh, each of us will nominate somebody for the top and the bottom, and we will dis- we will discuss... Um, and then once we fill up the list, we'll go around if in case we have like any disputes with that list that we think we really need to push a different Pokemon on. I'm going to come out. I'm going to go with like some riskier stuff at the front here, uh, just because there, there are things that I think are cool, uh, but maybe, you know, you guys wouldn't agree. Chien Pao, I think is an awesome top. I like Chien Pao. I think that's an awesome top five. I think, I think for modern legendaries, I think out of what we got in Scarlet and Violet, I think Chien Pao is the coolest looking. Yes. Dark Ice type is also just a cool type. Yeah, Mega Weavile is cool. I personally prefer Chiyu. Mega Weavile. <laughs> Mega <But> Weavile. <laughs> I think I think Tian Pao is deserving of a top spot. I think she, it's also based on a sword, which is just really cool compared to like beads like Chiyu. So, and, and they did they, the thing that's pushing it over the edge for me is despite liking Chiyu more, Tian Pao is good in both the video games and the TCG. So I will give the edge to Tian Pao because of that. I also have to say, like, that quartet of legendaries is done so well. They're all hits. They're they're just, like, design-wise, they're all very cool, I think. Because they, they go, these are these treasures. Mm-hmm. They're unique. I agree. And they decided to make the Pokemon themselves based on the treasures. I think they're really cool. You can say you hate Wo Chien, but I think Wo Chien's still very cool. I think Wo Chien's fine. It's mid. It's mid. Like, I... And the fact that... Compared to the other ones that are all top. I, I think I think Wo Chien's a solid, like, B... You know, not S, not A, but B. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a B or C for me. Like, it's not a, it's not at the bottom, but it's not as high as the other three. But, but I, okay, so we all agree, like, Chien Pao, Chien Pao is like there. 
it's hard to disagree with Chim Pao. It's just such a great design. Um, that it's a great, uh, because it is legendary. We should take into account its history as well. At least for I am. You know what? You know what? I agree with that for all of these. We should, we should definitely take into account the lore that the Pokemon has. The lore. Yeah. Because it, that's what makes them legendary, right? I mean, their stats make them legendary, but you know what I mean. In lore wise, that's what makes them legendary. And it's just hard. To argue against Chimpao, um, and all these new legendaries, I just, uh, they remind me of, I don't know if there's any Steven Universe fans, uh, you know that, um, the, for those gems characters, the gem is the actual real. Everything around them, their body is just an illusion because they're just the gem. And I kind of feel that way towards these legendaries, which like the item is the Pokemon. The rest of it just formed around it, but it's not the Pokemon. I am looking forward to uh, a Legends game with these Legends in it, like in the past. I, the lore they built up for it makes that exciting. I, I honestly wonder if they, they purposely built up the lore around these guys, too, for a Legends game in the future. Like, them destroying pa- them destroying the Kingdom of Paldea is, like, something that sounds exciting. I Well, like, there's a lot of things you could do for a Legends game for Paldea now. Like, you, ha- you could just go on an expedition with Heath, right? And, or you could, you could do the... Uh, the the treasures of ruin like there's a lot you could do but uh, yeah okay so we all agree chi and pao yeah chi and pao right there it's there it's it's top so bottom i think we can i think uh, we talked about it beginning at the beginning of the show like cosmoem slash cosmog like do we care like cosmog is probably better but like cosmoem i'm okay with cosmog like as useless as it is it's actually cute in the story cosmoem is (laughs) yeah i I, well i also think the idea i i do like i do love the idea of like uh, especially story-wise, narratively, of us having, like, this weak Pokemon that evolves into... That's what, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, you follow its journey, yeah. The legendary, like, I love that, I love that the entire time, like, you're not supposed to know, but it, it's, Pokemon's very bad at not, like, putting the writing on the wall, that your little buddy, your little buddy was actually the legendary for the game the entire time. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, Cosmo was just... Cosmo is a Pomo. It is a Pomo. It is a Pomo. It is 100% a Pomo. Uh, so you know what? Cosmoem goes there. Cosmoem, Cosmoem on the, on the bottom. Really? I, yeah. Are you, what else are you going to put on the bottom? <laughs> Do you want to defend Cosmoem? Yeah, defend it. Defend it. Well, that's the thing. I like the lore of it and I like its purpose. It's not there to be menacing. It's not there to be, uh, it's there to be in something you're supposed to care about. Something you're supposed to like, I want to protect this little cinnamon roll, you know? Yeah. Cosmog. That's Cosmog. <laughs> Yeah, Cosmog. This is Cosmog. Cosmog, that you're thinking of Cosmog. You're describing Cosmog. Cosmoem is like the- Oh, you're talking to- you guys are talking about Cosmoem. Yeah, the bad one that's always asleep. Oh, yeah, 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 I agree. (laughs) It has no emotion. (laughs) It's just kind of there. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was Cosmo that we're talking about exclusively. Lily carries around in its bag despite being like max weight. Well, they're they're like try they're trying to make Cosmoem like they they're trying to give you like a sense of like oh man we gotta go save our little buddy Cosmog because something happened to it and it's just like it's a very it, it's very unnecessary to the story and it's it's very unnecessary to the Pokemon like it could have just been a form of Cosmog instead of an evolution okay yeah I agree we can leave it there all right well uh, Sigma or Jashira I don't care who goes next I'll go next and since uh, you know me I gotta stick with my git um we're talking about legendaries. There's only one legendary that immediately comes to mind. 
when you think about legendaries, and that is the OG Mewtwo. I don't disagree. I like. I, I actually don't disagree. I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, Mewtwo is the first real feeling. Even though we have the legendary birds, when you encounter Mewtwo in that in Red and Blue, it's just such an outer world experience to be that gorilla looking thing. The sprite for Mewtwo was horrible in the first. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a bad sprite. So we just talked about we we were talking about Chien Pao and like the lore behind it, right? Mewtwo had lore. No, 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 no. I'm not saying Mewtwo doesn't have lore, because it, you can obviously go to, like, the Burn Mansion in Cinnabar, and there's a bunch of books and stuff. There's has way too much lore at this point. It has more lore than Lugia. Right. I think it's it literally just like, demonstrates the change in how Pokemon games have been built as of late, because you look at Chien Pao, and we already get, like, we get the whole story explained to us, right? The king had these treasures, he probably stole them, kind of, and then they ended up being evil. History class was history class was a very good addition to the Yeah, but that like the one, this is like completely unnecessary for you to catch Mewtwo. You don't have to read the books in the Burn Mansion. And even then, it's still super vague. It's just like, yeah, we tried to make this thing and uh it escaped. The movie helped add to the prestige of it too. It did, it did. Uh but like I don't know, you look at Mewtwo and you're just like, Yeah, we gave it, you know, the bare minimum lore here, guys. I mean it's not the bare minimum. Like I said, Lugia exists. Uh, uh yeah. Right. And we do not even know its birthday. We know Mute's birthday. That's true. That's true. I back when they also like referenced like real world places and Pokedex entries. I I agree Mewtwo should be on Right, South America. South America, Russia, I think is is referenced in the original Pokemon games. I believe China. I, I think China's also Doesn't Raichu mention an Indian at yeah, an Indian elephant, like specifically an Ind- an Indian elephant. Yes, right. Not Kaparaja, <laughs> <laughs> but Mewtwo's just hard to argue against. I mean, it's the father. I have no problem with Mewtwo being on the top five of this list. There you go. I mean, that was just. We, we, let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> okay. Do you have a bottom? Do you have a, Do you have a bottom, Jushiro? I do have a bottom. Um, I don't know. Oh, these some of these legendaries are trios. Are we allowed to say trios uh in a bottom, or do I have to pick off, out of those trios which one I think it's the worst? You have to pick. You have to pick the one that's the worst offender. I mean, as my pick one to represent them. Okay, pick the worst one to represent them. Okay, I it it is no uh mystery that I hate the trio muse the the emotional. Okay, I like. I was gonna say if you're talking about a trio, I assume that's where you were going. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, of all of the trios, I think that's the easiest one to be like, yeah, they don't, they don't belong. I I assumed that's where we were going when you asked the question. So yeah, yeah, uh, just I hate Oxy, Misprit, and Asof. I think they're I I they're lore okay, but they're they're designs. I like Azel. If that makes you feel better. Their existence, like, was better justified with Legends Arceus, but before that, like, their existence makes me up, makes me upset. They've always seemed like something that should have, like, an extra form or something to separate them apart, and they don't. Right, right, right. So, if I have to pick one of those... I, I think you could argue this about a lot of Gen 4 stuff, but I, I, I think if you're gonna pick one, I think it would just be Mesprit, right? Like, Mesprit... I would pick Mesprit because roaming legends are also awful. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So Mesprit. Uxie's my least favorite, but Mesprit's probably the worst one, just because Roaming Legend, 
Mid- middle of the line stats are also just kind of not great. I don't know. It it was one of it was another one of those Pokemon too where they were it, it, it's kind of like follows up with the Cosmome where it's just like we really tried to do something here with the story and we just missed spectacularly. Right. It, because they're trying to hype up like, oh, as Elf said hi to you, but like they try to pull a Tapu Koko. Mm. Right. And they it just like really fell flat. Like I don't think the story really felt followed up with it. And be, to be fair, early Pokemon really didn't want to add that much. They wanted you to have your own experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nowadays, it, like modern Pokemon is just like very much over your head. Like this is a legendary for this reason. And the fact that they only had one type and it was psychic, um, for the longest time, people would just I'm really upset they didn't get retconned with fairy. Like, I am really upset they didn't get retconned with Fairy. Like, even if they were all just, like, Psychic Fairy, I think it would have been really cool. Damn. Uh, you know what? Now, now that you say that, if they do ever retcon them to Fairy, that would be... That would put them one tier up. Yeah, right? It would, but they didn't. Because it would make more sense. Otherwise, they're just bad copies of Mews, and that for that, we have Mew. You are correct. You are correct, though. <laughs> I, I knew exactly where you were going with that. And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sigma, uh, I think it's your turn. What? So like, so like, we're all in like very angry agreement. You mentioned a Pokemon during that last one. You mentioned a Pokemon, and I di- I do think it's top five material. My favorite of that group is Tapu Lele. Coco represents that group way better. Tapu Coco, Tapu Coco deserves to be up there, right? Like, I I like that. Like the theme so far has been like, if there's four of them, it's probably better than if there's three of them. <laughs> right. Ah, that's mostly true. There there's a set where that's not, but you know. I, I think it's uh, I think it's very funny that that seems to be the case. I don't have much love for Tapu Bulu, but like Tapu Koko is really well handled. Uh, oh, story wise, uh, lore wise, like they did the they did the whole like, oh, you're special because this Pokemon likes you thing. And that's pretty much all they gave it. Yeah. And then you get to battle it after you become the champion. That's really cool. Uh, they took that away. But, you know, that's fine. Tapu Koko. I you know what? I'm going to give you Tapu Koko. I, I can't I can't fight against Tapu Koko. I think the terrain abilities were really cool when they were added. It's shiny. It's shiny looks amazing. Like, it's just, there's so many positive things that you just cannot deny how that there, there is one negative that I almost would nominate for bottom five and that their Zemu never appears anywhere else. Never made it to the TCG. Guardian of Alola is so bad. <laughs> I, I'm okay with that Zemu not seeing the light of day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so like this is like a really stupid complaint um about the Tapus. Uh because they made this really cool product. Like I I used to sometimes like pick up like the Pokemon action figure toys because sometimes they're really cool, especially if it's like one of my favorite Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Uh and so Tapu Coco, like they came out with a Tapu Coco figure. Um it's actually on my shelf behind me right now, but um and the coolest thing is it would do the thing where it would like close up into his clamshell. Oof. And so all of the Tapus like can do this right for the guardian of Alola attack where they become the head of the giant golem of light where they become the head of the giant but unfortunately like because of the designs of the other tapus that aren't tapu coco it's really hard to make a toy that'll do that yeah. right and so I, i'm really upset that toys of the other t- three don't exist i would think that making tapu pini close like a clam wouldn't be that bad yeah the, uh, the the other ones just don't exist and it's upsetting to me like tapu lele would be annoying to do because you're just kind of shoving it in like a exactly yeah, or yeah, a cork. Yeah. You're you're trying to cork a bottle. Uh, Tapu Bulu, I wouldn't have thought. I would have loved to have like figures of the other ones that like close up into those little clamshells. Yes. Uh, but I'm also a sucker for like Megazord toys, obviously, and uh, and like Transformers. 
No, what that reminds me of is the Digimon Digi Egg toys where they would transform. I'm also a sucker for that, obviously. Um like that that's what that reminds me of. Because that's what Tapu Coco reminds me of when it closes its little shell. Uh well do you have a do you have a nominee for the bottom? There are many nominees for the bottom available. Um, tell me, tell me more. I feel bad because I don't think this one will work, but I don't like Verizon or Verizon, Verizon Wireless. Actually, okay, so like I was, I was gonna suggest this actually. So I think, I think, I think, I think you have the right co-host on for this to uh, to make it work. I I like the other two. I don't like Verizon. I don't know. <laughs> I the three musketeers. I can definitely live without them. Verizion is certainly the weakest. I like. I, I'm actually really upset that like Ironleys was the one they chose to like kick that off. Because I'm just like I'm like guys. I think that's not the right choice. Like you choice you chose Walking Wake uh, first, which yeah, that's a banger. And you put it up against that, yeah. And then you put it up against Iron Leaves, guys. Come on, Iron Crown or Iron Boulder are both better answers. Like should have been shown instead of Iron Leaves. I think Iron Leaves is better than Verizion too. But you know, I think it had. I, I agree. I actually I agree. Verizion Fer- uh Verizion is is bottom tier. And the swordsmen don't or the yeah, the the musketeers don't really have lore to them, do they? Uh it's not like it's like it's more like it's not that I can recall. It's it's not great lore. It's like right on the ver- if 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 it's if it's like lore it's like almost on the on par with uh like Mesprit where it's just like they protect Unova. They feel kind of like the Calyrex lore, where they're like they they protect weak Pokemon. They're they're here. No, I think I think you're exactly correct. It is it, it does say something that my favorite of those is just Keldeo, which is uh, not even a legendary. It's a mythical, so you know, uh, which is a mythical, which can't make it here. Yeah, you you aren't wrong. Uh, the other issue I've always had with them is that they're Musketeers, right? They they should have been in Kalos. Why weren't they in Kalos? Kalos has no sub legends. Uh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. I mean, I guess they didn't think Kalos existed at the time. Kalos doesn't have sub-legends, like, and there's three Musketeer Pokemon. <laughs> like, what happened? But yeah, no, Verizian, I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, uh, the Swords of, uh, so the Swords of Justice lore, just so, they, they do have some things, apparently. Were they from the movie? And, and they're not even the only legendary trio from that generation. Uh, no, they, I don't, I don't know, that's, no, 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 this is from the game. This is from the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Swords of Justice have challenged humans, according to the legend, in order to protect Pokemon from losing their homes to human expansion. According to legend, the three Swords of Justice distrust humans because of a war that endangered Pokemon living in Unova. The war between two human factions resulted in a forest fire in the Moor of Isiris. Uh, I'm going to say that wrong, but yes. The lives of many wild Pokemon that live there were endangered because of it. But yeah, uh, Terrakian shaped the earth and created the passage by which to escape. Phrygian used its speed to shield the Pokemon from sparks and embers. So it didn't do anything. Okay. So it didn't cool. do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the grass Pokemon protected them from the fire. I don't believe that for a second. Yeah, while the while the leader Cobalion ushered the Pokemon to safety, uh, despite their efforts, the forest eventually burned to the ground. However, amongst the ashes, the three came across a lone Pokemon known as Keldeo, who was separated from his parents. Oh, it's all Keldeo lore. This is all just Keldeo lore that became their lore. Oh my gosh. Keldeo is the main protagonist of that trio. The trio adopted Keldeo into their group and taught it knowledge and moves necessary in order to survive. I don't for a second. I don't for a second believe that Verizian was fast enough to stop fire. That they would have died. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Those are all lies. That is propaganda. That is Keldeo propaganda. Get it out. <laughs> Get it out of here. 
Yeah, that's propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, well, all right. Okay, okay. What well, I guess it circles back to me. We we're just all in. Like we haven't had a disagreement yet, which is uh, shocking to me. Which is shocking to me. Okay, so I'm gonna nominate for top. Uh, if in the top, we've got a lot of options. Um, I it's getting a little bit weaker. I think there there are a lot of good options. Still, there, yeah. there, there's a lot of options here. I, I think some are weaker than others. I'm gonna do it so I can get shot down immediately. Uh, I like Lugia, or I mean, I'll even argue Hoo. Um, I think I think they're both pretty cool. Hoo has lore to it. Lugia does not. Oh, it the, the, you got to choose there because. No, Lugia, no, no, okay, okay, if we're gonna, okay, let's take into account the lore of Lugia, I'm gonna be a little bit meta as well, okay? Disturb not the harmony of fire, ice, and lightning, is that what the lore is? <laughs> Lugia, Lugia was not created for the games, it was created for Pokemon the Movie 2000. Yes, it was. Uh, it, it was created for that movie, it was not created for Pokemon Gold and Silver, and that is why it does not have lore in those games. Uh, Ho was intended to be the, the, probably like the Mewtwo of that, of Gen 2. Like Ho 100% was the one. Lugia got ham fisted in. Uh, because Lugia's design is really cool. It has hands. Everyone likes hands. It can swim now. Yeah. Well, you know what the cutest thing is too? When you catch Lugia in, uh, in Scarlet and Violet. Well, when, you, well, when you catch it too in Scarlet and Violet, um, it, its terotype is actually water when you catch it. As it should be. <laughs> that I was going to say, I hate that it's not water. I've always hated that it's not water. I hate that it's been psychic. So, so, so the, the, the creators, the creators agree with you. Good. They should. <laughs> it's, it's a shame. But if you remember Gen 2, if we remember Gen 2 Pokemon, uh, they wanted Lugia to feel like a powerful Pokemon. Okay. They go, what's the most powerful type in the game right now? And the answer is psychic. But it didn't need to be flying. So they go, they go, Lugia has to be a psychic type. It's also a bird because it's meant to be the master of Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. So it's got to be a flying type. Which, again, Ho-Oh could have done that too, but it's okay. Uh, Ho-Oh could, uh, ho kind of can, but can't because it's also a fire type like Moltres. I, I, I think that's the only way that reason it doesn't really fit into the lore that well. We don't have a Galarian Lugia. That's also a problem for me. Yes, I I do think that I Lugia Lugia and Ho-Oh not having forms. That those are both concerns to me, and they make me very sad. I feel like maybe maybe we can revisit this. <laughs> that well, it, I'm both I'm both it, it it both excites it both excites and and scares me that they don't have forms because that means like they might make they might make a game where they give them forms in the near future. But then I think to myself, I'm like, do I actually want to see what they're going to come up with? Like, I saw Dialga. I saw Palkia. Okay. After, or <laughs> After Origin form Palkia and Dialga. It's, it's not a win. It's not a guaranteed win. First of all, first of all, at least those I didn't want. Okay. Like, I never thought to myself, like, oh, man, I want Origin form Palkia and Origin form Dialga. <laughs> and then they made them and I was just like, why did we make these? Okay, so hear me out, hear me out. I am willing I am willing to barter here. Okay, okay. I I give you Shadow Lugia. Oh, Shadow Lugia is a good good design too. I don't know. I feel like they were I will compromise on Shadow Lugia. I the way I I will counter proposal is that we just put Plain Lugia in because of Shadow Lugia also existing. Uh, because I think it adds on to the awesomeness that is Lugia. But Sh Shadow Lugia doesn't exist anymore. 
and Pokemon Go failed us. Um, it it exists in terms of like in terms of the Pokemon franchise. It exists, right? Like it, historically, it's existed. Like Lugia, they've just felt like they can be a little bit riskier with. I feel like because it was designed for a movie, so they kind of just did whatever they wanted. They have no attachment to it. It just exists. So I I I do not dislike Lugia. I I, I like Lugia once a lot, but. I mean, we can we can not put Lugia on the list. That's okay. No, no, no. That's what I mean. Let me rank up to it. <laughs> um, however, I feel hard to put Lugia in the top five where Ho-Oh still exists. Because Ho-Oh, to me, is the most memorable and legendary of the Johto, the Generation 2, just because... It was in episode one. Like It was in episode one of of um of the anime it was forever the most like mysterious of the legendaries we just didn't know what it was uh and the fact that it's based on a phoenix it's even more awesome um i just uh like i have to not vote but I, it's two out of three right well i'm i'm okay like i'm i'm more on i'm more on ho than lugia if I'm- yeah i'm more on ho I, I'm okay. I'm okay putting Ho up there just so the Gen 2 are inside of me is, uh, is satisfied. I mean, unless you want to do Suicune, jump ship. Right, because they're sequel too. Uh, I, I think Ho over Suicune. I, like, if you want to do a, if you want to do a Gen 2 face legend, like, Suicune's right there. <laughs> I would still argue that, that Ho is better. Like, it's more representative. Like, Suicune is the Puckle mascot. Or was. Uh, or, I don't know. Do we have a mascot anymore? Uh, we don't. It was. I think Ho-Oh is, I think Ho-Oh is more representative of Gen 2. I think it has more lore than Soikun even. It does. I don't disagree. Which we've kind of said is one of the things we want to rank it on. I, I will put Ho-Oh. I, I'm okay with Ho-Oh. All right. All right. We're, we can agree on Ho-Oh. <laughs> we can, we can all agree there. Uh, now we got to go for worst. And I, I, there are a couple options here. Uh, there, 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 there are a handful, yeah, yeah. There are a couple options here. Uh, I, I don't know which one I want to say because, like, I, I don't know that they're all going to make it on the list, and I feel like we're going to make somebody upset. But I feel like a way we can make nobody upset is by saying, like, Zamazenta missed the missed the mark. <laughs> imagine, yep. imagine being punished for the sins of a significantly better Pokemon. <laughs> Forever living in the shadows of Sassian. Yeah, no, okay, no, no, no. Like, how do you, how do you make, Z- how do you, how do you make Zacian? And you're just like, yeah, this is fine. And then you make, you make Zamzenta, and you're just like, yeah, this is a fighting type Pokemon introduced in Generation Eight. It gets a defense buff, and we don't give it Body Press, where we gate, where we also introduce the move Body Press. We don't give it Body Press. We don't give it Body Press, but. You know what? Archaladon next gen, you're going to get stamina, bud, and body press. <laughs> like, how do they not give it body press? Like, this is insane to me. They they finally did this gen, but, like, it's a little too late. Because now it doesn't get the ability every switch in. Because Zacian broke that. <laughs> Zacian ruined it for you. We're so sorry. We're so sorry, Zamazenta. And the sad part is, like, Regilecki did the same thing, but they didn't debuff the Regidrago. <laughs> Zamazenta, I feel like, is just a bad Pokemon, and I, I don't know, like, I, I I, think I mentioned this, like, a couple episodes ago, but I really feel like when they were designing Gen 8, they really started with Zacian and didn't think anything farther. So I- And they were just like, oh man, we need a second version, and then Zamazenta was born. So I don't know if you saw this discourse, and like, 
eh, like a week or two ago, where everyone was complaining that so many Pokemon Scarlet exclusives were in the like top 12 of a regional. Yeah, I did see that. I did see this. It's like all Scarlet, no Violet. And it's like, were you guys not playing during Sword and Shield? Like, <laughs> have you seen Zacian lately? Right. right. Like, we've gone through this before. This is nothing new. Well, even, even, I, I, I am not convinced that once again, they designed Pokemon Scarlet and then we're just like, oh man, we should come up with a second version. And then we got Pokemon Violet. Yeah. Like, I am not convinced that, like, I, I am not convinced that Violet was thought about before they, uh, before they made the game. Uh, I, like, in all honesty, I just don't know what happened. No idea. It's, uh, we talked about that last, uh, last week there. It's just, Violet was such a disappointment for me. The last two gens, it really just feels like they, they have really, like, came up with this one banger idea, and it should have just been one version. But they really are stuck on this two version model. And one of them just is just getting shafted. Like, there are other ways to get people to trade. Like, you could do version exclusives based on what starter you pick, right? Like, that's a thing they could do. You don't need two versions. No, no, no. A good example of this is literally the Gen 8 DLC, right? Like, when we, like, you could choose between catching, yeah, you can make a choice between Regilecki and Regidrago. You can make a choice between the Dome Fossil and and the Helix Fossil. You can make a choice between Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee. Like there, there are other ways to do version exclusives. Like, yeah, you're you're exactly correct. You're exactly correct. There are other ways to do version exclusives, and I think the way they're doing it right now is not done well. I mean, it gets them like an extra million in sales, and that's about it. Probably more, in all honesty. Like, let's be honest, it's more than a million. Everything, yeah. <laughs> it gets them extra sales, though. They do, but yeah, I I do think they should. I I think they should just do choices. Y- you aren't wrong. Uh, but okay, it's, this is me. Um, I'll let Jushiro go, and I'm sure we're just gonna like vehemently de- agree somehow, like uh, about what this what this next Pokemon on the list should be. Uh, so we're starting with the best, right? <sighs> Look, I like this Pokemon, and I hardly think that you guys are not gonna disagree. Uh, but here we go, Soul Galeo. Uh, eh, it's fine. Okay, okay. Um, I think Soul Galeo for top three. I mean, from design wise. I think it's a cool design. Don't get me wrong. It has a very cool design. I think there are better legendaries. Yes, more recent. I agree. Okay. And I agree. No, I like this. Let's disagree. I, I think there are better legendaries earlier on. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think, I think Sogaleo, like, again, is like B, B plus. It's very mid. Uh, I think Lunala is better, but. Uh, I, I think, I think Lunala is also B, B plus. Oh, interesting. Cause I did get, uh, but I think they're both very, I think they are good designs. They are good designs. They're just not the best designs. Like, I think the Tapus carried the legendaries for that generation. Okay, so my uh, bottom five, then. Which one? Man, there's so many bad ones. There's so many bad ones. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Take your Pick your favorite. Pick your favorite bad one. Okay, so if I if we're gonna have to let's just get these out of the way. I guess the new Okie Dokie Monkey Dory Fizzendipity, but if I have to choose one of them, I will go with Monkey Dory. I know that technically he's the most useful, but design wise, he just hurts my eyes. I wouldn't say he's the most useful. Oh, okay, he, he's the most straightforward, not the most useful. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I just. I, I, I really worse. I, I love the names. The names are for me the best part of them. I think that's the worst part of them, but continue. I like the names. 
Yeah, I liked it. I love it when they get that uh, punny. I'm I'm just sad Pacharat wasn't peachy keen, but you know. I like when they get really punny, so I love the names. I don't like the designs. I specifically really don't like Monkey Dory. He kind of look like he kind of looks like a fetus. <laughs> you don't like the monkey butt. <laughs> you know, I don't disagree with you. I mean, I think there's a lot of other bad legendaries. Um, but I don't know that. I don't know. I don't know that I can rank them. Like, like Enamorous exists now, which is right. You know what? You know, I I'm okay with like Monkey Dory, especially specifically. Yeah. yeah, I think Pheasantipity is like a disappointment as like we were all hoping for a good poison fairy and then we got that. It, they gave it technician with like two moves that it works for. It's so bad. Yeah. Okay. Monkey. Like Pheasantipity is my choice, but I'm okay with Monkey Dory. I really want to know what's what's behind. I really we need to do an episode. Note this that if you have if we haven't already done an episode on how they come up with. The move set and which abilities it could learn and can't learn and all that stuff. Because sometimes it just. We have not done that. That would be fun. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. That would be a fun episode. That would be a fun episode. I'm into that. Right. Like, why did they decide to give it technicians and then just only two moves? Abilities that don't work. A Pokemon with abilities that don't work. Yeah. Or why in the first gens, why do you make Rapid Ash physical and give it no real physical? Honestly, that could be a series of episodes where you're just like, this Pokemon doesn't work. Here's why and what to do to fix it. Right. It's like, there's so many questions. Flareon, why did they decide Flareon to have attack be its main stat and then have nothing to give it back when there was nothing? For five generations. Uh, right. You know, it's that I really want to be a fly on the wall to figure out how they make these decisions. Well, Sigma, we're going to move on to you. Uh, we got to get a favorite legendary here. All right, so I'm I'm stuck between an earlier guy and a later guy, and we actually have, like, a mix right now of early and late-gen Pokemon. We have a healthy mix, actually. I don't think we have anybody in the middle, honestly. Uh, that's because we do, we pretend that Gen 5 and 4 don't exist, and uh, Gen 6 doesn't have lore. So, you know, that's why. <laughs> like, no, one, no one's here saying Palky is their favorite Pokemon. Especially when a better water legendary was in the generation before that did everything a water legendary wanted to do. So you know what? Fine. I will, uh, it was tough between Koridon and Kyogre, but I think I'm going to nominate Kyogre because it's everything a water legendary should be. It introduced weather and it actually worked with its weather, unlike Groudon. Um, right? Like that, that's where I'm at with it. Did you know also when you catch Groudon in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, its terror type is fire? It's fire terror type. It has a fire terratype? Yeah, yeah, that's cute. <laughs> like, it, it took them over a decade to pick Scrat up. I do love Kyogre. I love Kyogre. But this is the same generation where Rayquaza exists. Yeah, but we- Yeah, right? But Rayquaza isn't as cool and doesn't, like- How dare you? Rayquaza has too much lore that contradicts, dude. <laughs> I think Kyogre is cooler than Rayquaza. I think Rayquaza was- I, 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 The lore is actually pretty cool. Too, I I'm a big fan. I like simple lore too. I I I appreciate that. Like Kyogre, simple design. It's like mono water, but it rains, and that's all it needs. Which means it can use thunder against other water types. Like that's so good. I do like Kyogre. Fair. That's fair. It's very simple, but it works. I do like Kyogre. Okay, I give in. I like Kyogre. I think Kyogre's a and good it has choice. ice beam for dragons that would also resist its water. Like it's very well designed. Primal Kyogre was also cool. Yeah, like it. It was fine. It wasn't my favorite thing in the world, but it was. It was a nice addition to it. Right, right. 
And like the next gen, they tried to do a water legend again. And I think they, they decided to stop trying to do that because it didn't work. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Palkia. You are, you are not the water legendary. You are the wickest link. Well, okay. That's our list then. Oh, we do have five and five. Yeah. Do we keep going or do we, do we want to have any like, maybe we should consider this? Like, like, oh, is there anybody you think that maybe we should consider? Because I'm actually really okay with this list on both sides. So top Ogre Pond's really good. Uh, I feel bad. Yes, I love Ogre Pond. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I think it's overhyped. I think it's like, I don't know. I feel the way I feel about Ogre Pond is like, I feel like it's a, it, in terms of lore and hype. Uh, I think it's like a watered down Charizard and how much hype it's getting from the community. It is really good. I don't disagree. Uh, I like it because it has an actual character. Um, and it has lore behind it. That's true. I don't know. I just see it as like, a. I don't know. Like, I, I think of like, I'm looking, thinking of like Urshifu and Calyrex and Ogre Pond and Terrapagos. Yeah, but this is like the best version of those. I know, but well, so like, they, they're all technically legendary, but in my brain, I just can't fix it. They like, it's just them making mythicals not bad. Yeah. It, it, like, that's, that's how I imagined those, that set of Pokemon. And also, like, I always thought those, ever since Urshifu and Kafu and all these uh, that come in DLC, I've always looked at them more as mythical than legendaries. I know I'm wrong, but that's how my brain was working. I'm like... No, no, I agree. No, no, Jushiro, you and I are one mind on this. Um, Like, I know they're legendaries, but in my mind, I'm like, this is just how they're making mythicals not suck. The other thing I wanted to mention was Koridon. Uh, Koridon is a cool Pokemon. Just because it's a ride Pokemon? It is a cool Pokemon. Koridon, like, is a good story Pokemon, like, kind of like Cosmog. It's, like, the best version of the Pokemon. And Koridon, Koridon is better, Koridon is better than Maridon. It is better than Maridon. Like, that is, that is statistically factual. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've been this close, this close, this close to just buying Scarlet. Um, just to play it. It has a, Koridon has a lot of character. I love Violet, but I know I could be doing better kind of like that meme with pedro pascal it could be better and it could be scarlet yeah like uh, that those are the two shout outs i'd have for the top yeah my shout outs would be evelto yeah for top would be evelto because i just love its design if it had lore i agree i was gonna say gen 6 doesn't have lore and that's a problem <laughs> if gen 6, gen 6 is like there's one guy outside of a cave that just tells you all the lore for the region and that's it that's the lore uh, but yeah, my two ones that I would throw in there would be that one, and of course, Giratina, because it's the Lord of the Underworld. Eh, Giratina's fine. But that's it, yeah. I think all of my other nominees wouldn't be for top, I think they would be for bottom. There, there are a handful of bad ones still, yes. <laughs> I think it would just be for bottom. Like, I, I don't want to say it, because then they're gonna, there's gonna be angry comments. <laughs> that's what we want. It's okay, the darkest day was a bad thing. We don't talk about the darkest day. Eternatus was bad. Eternatus was bad. Uh, and then, uh, it was just wasn't a good Pokemon, it's fine. It was a dark day. I don't like the turtle, that's why. Uh, the turtle's okay, like, I'm okay with the turtle, because, I don't know, they had to do something instead of being like, this is an awesome-type Pokemon, and just making it a normal type, and I'm like, that's fine. The problem is that Terrapagos light, uh, uh, time in the spotlight ends. I was gonna say, the issue is that we don't have the anime. Uh, began at the end of this generation and will stay at the end of this generation because you know that the next generation won't have uh, whatever. I, I'm just, I, I do agree with you that I'm not a big fan uh, as of late. I, I By as of late, probably the last two gens where Pokemon are getting these forms that aren't meant to last 
last. I mean, especially legendaries, particularly. I guess it's the last three gens, uh, because we didn't really get that in Gen 6. Four gens. We didn't. Gen 6, we had megas or primals that don't exist anymore. Yeah, well, yeah, but we didn't, like, there were no legendaries that were just, like, we're legendary because, and we have this form that's, like, really cool to make us even more legendary. Um, outside, of, I, I, I guess you, I guess you could. Right. It's like DMC. Although that's not a legendary, but DMC is useless now. Yeah, I guess you could, I guess you could consider, like, Mega Rayquaza in that camp to some extent. Um, but, like, you, you think of, like, Ultra Necrozma. Yeah. Gigantamax Eternatus that we never got. Eternatus, Eternatus, um, G-Max Urshifus. And now, and now we've got, yeah, G-Max Urshifus. We've also got, uh, what's, a, what, we got Terrapagos now that is, is, I mean, essentially the Pokemon is conceived as being stellar type. It's just never going to be able to do that ever again in like two years. Unless they, unless they keep Terra, which Terra is a good mechanic. Like I could see them keeping it. I feel, I feel like us saying this is just like real bad cope and the history of the Pokemon franchise tells me it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. If they were to keep it, I would not complain. It is a solid mechanic that makes sense. Yeah, and I w- if they were to keep Mega Evolution, I would not complain either. Like, I I think that's like I- it's just not going to happen. Like, I- as much as I want it, I would be fine with it happening. I just don't think it's going to. I I don't know. I th- it's one of the problems I've just had with Pokemon in the past. I almost a decade now is that they're like, oh man, we want to make these cool gimmicks, and and then we just don't want to support them anymore. I mean, I'm okay with not supporting Z moves, but you know. yeah, I don't. It's just like, ah, guys, then nothing's permanent, right? It, because because we have this conversation, right, where we're just like, yeah, Terrapagos is going to suck next year, though, and and that's kind of like where we are. I mean, I appreciate that Ogre Pond's still solid without the terraforms, right? Yeah, no, no. I mean, it, it'll still it'll still get its forms. Correct. Ogre Pond is an example of a Pokemon that is excellent, no matter if we lose those terraforms. It'll still have its forms. It just won't have its terrestrialization. Like, and it's still fine. Like, it, uh, also the way terrestrialization works for Ogre Pond is the way terrestrialization should work for everybody. Just saying. I mean, I, I it was a it was a good use of terrestrialization. I wish more things used that form or that style. Yeah. One last thing is the um all these generational and location specific gimmicks are fine and dandy if we ever get that magical uh end of the uh, rainbow. Um, treasure of a huge Pokemon game that includes multiple regions. And then whenever you move to fly to that other region, you can get those, uh, you know, uh, that would be an interesting way to handle that. I, I think it would be, I think there's a chance that we get something maybe. I, I don't know. Like Gen 10 is happening, right? It's Gen 10 and the 30th anniversary potentially. So something might happen. Because I do like it in the anime. I've always uh, liked it when they go like, yeah, no, you're in Alolan now. Um, the Pokemon here, you know, they... Uh, uh, I forgot what was Lolan's gimmick. <laughs> I think it would be cool to have a choice of what bracelet you're wearing for the power-up, right? I think that could have been fun. That could be fun. Like, you only got one. You don't get to ash it. You don't get to slam it down with your Z-ring and your Dynamax band on the same arm. With a mega bracelet on the other, whatever it is. That would be cool. Like, if your trainer could equip a gimmick, and then you get to choose a gimmick, that would be fun. It will make the freaking meta a mess, because how would you choose between a mega or a uh, gigamax? You will always choose mega, of course. But <laughs> um, it would make the meta help, but that would be interesting. The snap buffs for gmax are kind of good sometimes. Uh, well, I don't want to keep belaboring this, but that our list for those of you at home, uh, 
is uh, uh, the top five. We've got Chien Pao, Mewtwo, Tapu Koko, Ho, and Kyogre. I like that way it's Gens 1, 2, and 3. Um, and then uh, in our bottom five, we've got Cosmoem, Mesprit, and probably friends, Verizian, uh, Zamazenta, and Monkey Dorian friends. Let us know at PucklePodcast at gmail.com what your favorite or favorite and least favorite legendaries are. We look forward to reading those. All right. Well, on that note, though, guys, we're going to kick it on over to our Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you on the flip flop. Pokemon of the episode. Welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 381. Latios, the Eon Pokemon. It's Omega Ruby Pokedex entry reads. Latios has the ability to make others see an image of what it has seen or imagines in its head. This Pokemon is intelligent and understands human speech. Isn't that like wow. all Pokemon? All psychic Pokemon. <laughs> all psychic yeah. Pokemon. Uh, well, no, understanding human speech. Like, I, I okay, I guess. Because if you say tackle, uh, they know you're saying my you're asking question for to tackle, you would be then tackle. That's true. That's true. But I'm wondering if like. Would That's you say your true. dog understands no, human it's speech? It's more like a gorilla learning sign language. Than right? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. It well, turned out that I mean. gorilla never actually I mean. learned it's, sign it's, language. But it's, it's just mimicking. Uh, it's not understanding. Yeah. yeah. Because the gorilla right. would just make random hand signs like all the time. <laughs> it turned out it, it, it would never actually be interpreting correctly. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I do wonder if like that's the level of oh, intelligence like- of a Pokemon. But... But Latios is, uh, I mean, good Pokemon all around. Decent special attack. It's been good for a long Decent time. bulk. Yeah, it's been good since it came out. Uh, they had to. I nerf- think it's been banned in previous. Uh, well, that's because uh, formats uh, in OU. Well, it, because it, it Dragon was, be- was really good for a long time. Dragon was really good, but also Soldu uh, was a really good oh, item, right, and that yeah. itself got banned for a while. Um, because mean, like Latios and Latios had broken. Yeah, original Soldu, Soldu, the two of them got, which is. Uh, really insane like so uh I'm, I'm gonna like let people know like some history about this because soldu is like broken broken um it was like just, an assault vest and a choice yeah. packs that didn't lock you into anything <laughs> yes yeah pretty much <laughs> uh yeah in, in generation from generations three to six uh it would give you a 50 percent buff mm-hmm. to both special attack and yeah. special defense at the same time uh it was very dumb uh, yeah it, which is, it, it was yes. rightfully banned yeah it was banned <laughs> Um, and eventually, uh, it, it, now it's fixed it, where if it holds it, the psychic and dragon type moves used by Latios or Latios while they're holding it are boosted by, uh, around 20%. Uh, it I works to- like adamant orb and all that stuff. So. <laughs> the modifier is actually different. <laughs> uh, oh. it, the modifier is instead of 20%, the specific multiplier is, uh, it multiplies it. Uh, multiplies it by 4,915 dividing by 4,096. Uh, which, sure. which is not 20%, but it's a very weird number. Why they did it, I don't know. It's fine. Uh, Soldu did get a trainer card in the e in the e-reader era. Ah, back when uh, they did items. Is- back when they did items, yes. Uh, this trainer card allowed the player to search their deck for a Pokemon with Alto Mare in its name and add it to their bench. What? It's- Oh, this is what? from oh, this is for like a movie specific <laughs> card. Is a movie promo? It's a, it's it. There's like a movie set. Uh, I mean, Gen three Pokemon TCG was also like kind of spiraling. I feel like 
Um, Wasn't that be- when they took back control and didn't know like what to do in the US or something? Uh, that was part I'm of sure it. Like e-reader printing probably didn't help. And- well, I Gen three like Pokemon was like on the decline in Gen three, right? And it was, so it was. they were like, "Oh, what do we do about Pokemon cards?" And so they're just like trying to do anything wild that they could. Uh, and we got mm-hmm. everything that we didn't need. Everything that we didn't need. I, I think there's actually a Latios card. There's a Latios card that's in print right now. Uh, that some uh, there time? are. I have I have them up. Oh yeah. So well, there we got. is a Fusion Strike one that isn't very good. Never yeah. saw play. Yeah, there's uh, another. Let, there's you a new attach one, a Psychic Energy card from your hand to your to a Latios, which eh. eh. It's a dragon card, so it required two waters and a psychic and a colorless to attack for two times. Nobody likes that. That that, that was pretty bad as a fusion strike card. Everybody uh, hated the upcoming that. Upcoming set. Everybody the hated upcoming, that. We got one coming up in the upcoming set. It's a psychic type, which is already a win in most books. Yes. Because you could run it in Gardevoir. Uh, for one energy of any type, you could do 20 or for three energies, two of which being psychic, 180 damage. No, one just came out. All- one just came out. No, uh, no, Paradox, Paradox Rift. Paradox Rift. Oh, yeah. no, that's the one we have, isn't it? Yeah. That's okay. the one we have. Yeah, that that's the one we have is the Latios that okay. just came out. I thought um, it, I get confused by the names of the sets right now. Uh, yeah, Paradox Rift. Yeah, because the next one's like, what, Temporal Shift or something? I don't remember what it is. Yeah, they sound very similar. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you can understand me getting confused yes. by the two. Yeah, no, no, because I, I remember energy, one came, I remember one came out because, uh, because I, I'll follow Azul Gar- uh, Garcia. Um, and on his buy list, he said like, oh, pick up a Latios or something. Uh, yeah, one for of, Paradox Rift. One like of Gardevoir makes sense, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's like, an, it's, it's an okay card. Like for Gardevoir, It's like I a think, free 180 damage. Sure. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and yeah, in Gardevoir, it's probably fine. As, Especially as post-rotation when they lose all their attackers. Yep. They'll probably be like, fine. That aren't named Screamtail. Yes. You are, you are absolutely correct. Like post-rotation, <laughs> you'll probably want this Latios. Uh, in the game, it's shiny. It's, it's fire. Yeah, uh, I I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Is it? Yeah. Is this one? Is this the one that's teal? I like teal. It's okay. green. It's. I always thought of it as like a mint color. It is like a te- green teal. You you are correct. It's more like a green shifted teal. You aren't wrong. Notably oh wow! And, and it notably did not get washed out in the transition <laughs> to 3D. That's nice. That's always a win. No, no, I, I, like, that is an issue with, like, a lot of Pokemon. I don't know. Like, you look at, like, the black and white sprites, and you're just like, wow, the colors are so vivid. And then you get- We don't like you- to talk about what happened to Blastoise. It took, yeah. <laughs> it took a lot of years to get that back. Yeah, and then, like, the colors just, like, go to, like, it's been 10 years, and we finally figured out how to do Pokemon in 3D, guys. Uh, we fixed them finally. Do you know what was the concept for Latios yeah, and Latias? It, uh, then they did a jet plane, but it used to be combined with Blaziken, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way back beta design. Uh, the beta design was like, uh, the beta design was essentially like a fusion between Latios and, uh, Blaziken. And then eventually they split okay. that into two different Pokemon concepts. So it's supposed to be a chicken. <laughs> well, right, right, Blaziken right. is. No, no, I, we took the chicken away. We took we the chicken away. The chicken was bad. <laughs> and so we made it a starter instead. Uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, that, yeah, if you actually look at, like, there's, like, a really early image of, like, a trainer character, like, riding on riding it. Riding on it. Yeah. It was, like, it was our first, like, major, well, no, no, we had Mamoswine and Skiddo yeah. before, unfortunately. It was the first one we could call readily, though, for, uh, yeah. ride Pokemon. Yeah, that's, I liked, you're not, you're not entirely wrong. That's true. Yeah. I liked Soaring. Soaring was fun. Yeah. 
okay now as lot of years i, I want to know if like it suffered from the uh uh from like gen 9 power creep or not i want to find out uh like what you want to know what like, rank it is in OU? Yeah, what, what tier is it right now? Oh, it's UU. Who would it, UU is the tier to play in. It is just yeah. all of my old favorites. They're just all there. Gen six. It's lives. where Gen six lives. You could play with. There's Toxapex down there now too. I know. It's literally no, like literally, like Gen nine OU is for all the new kids, uh, and then oh, UU is right. where like the old men go to play, and we reminisce <laughs> about the good times. <laughs> Back when ice types weren't good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the way to play it is not much different, like, now than it was back then, too. It looks like it's just like, yeah, you, you slap a slow soul do on it, or a choice spec, or a choice scarf. Uh, and if you're not choice, you can play Calm Mind, uh, for bulk, or you play, uh, or you just play a bunch of moves, because it gets a bunch of moves. It did get flip turn this turn, this, this gen, which I think we mentioned. You can get out of there. Uh, it got you turn. Yeah. yeah, it got, it got a switch. So good. It got a switch get- move, which is great. It is worse uh, U-turn, but it is U-turn. Yeah. Uh, Luster Purge actually got a buff this gen, too, uh, up to 95 base power, which is great. So it makes it, it used useful to be over 70. Psychic. Yeah, so it's better It's better than Psychic now, so you can run Luster Purge. Uh, and, I mean, you run Draco Meteor. Why not run Draco Meteor? Um, uh, re- do you remember the days of Gen 5 Draco Gem Draco Meteor? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I vaguely do, but I do. Yeah. Uh, it, was, but yeah it was dark it, times. It, this is pretty much what I would do. That's what I would do. I would just, you know, run Draco Meteor, Luster Purge, and then probably flip turn for, for some kind of out. Uh, but you do get access to, like, because it's a legendary dragon type, you get access to, like, Thunderbolt, Shadow Ball, or a Sphere, even. Uh, or a Sphere is really good for dealing with things. Yeah, like, it depends on the Namely that, Steel types. Steel yeah, types which you, usually which, wall you. Yeah. Uh, you'll have to take a look at the team composition that you have, uh, that you want to put a lot of us on. And you'll have to go ahead and decide whether or not which uh, decide which move is for you. Uh, but other than that, I think I mean that's I, those are the stories I have about Latios. Uh, Latios, yeah, Latios is just a fun Pokemon. Yep, I think it's most commonly like Terra, Terra Steel, uh, Terra, Terra Steel. Steel, Terra Steel, or Terra Dragon. Terra Dragon to relive <laughs> the glory days of Draco Gem. Yes, exactly. Look, the Gen 5 glory days before fairy type existed. Oh, fairy type. All right. Well, that's going to be it for our Pokemon of the episode. We are going to kick it on over now, guys, to the mailbag. It's mail time. Send in your emails. Welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you email us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com and we read it on the show and hopefully have a good discussion about it. We are going to go ahead and jump right into these emails, though, right after the sponsor uh, of the segment, which is the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! Hooves! We'll give out the Green Tauros badge to anybody who deems we deem worthy. I, I wonder how many people understand the reference of Green Tauros nowadays. Like it's been it's been a long time since we've like talked about the source material for that, but uh that's okay. Uh last week you were asked about Paradox Pokemon, and we're ready to jump into some emails about those. Our first one this week is gonna be Tia, and I believe Sigma wants to read this one. Oh, what's up, Puckle Crew? Iron Tia here with my thoughts on the Paradox Pokemon. Scarlets are very good. A lot of variety. I think just like real animals in our distant past, there was a lot of different designs fit for different purposes. My favorites 
are Neck Ryko and Sandy Shocks. The <laughs> Neck Ryko is good. I think Sandy Shocks is the most interesting of all of them. Uh, because it, it's the one that I'll still point to and be like, maybe, maybe Sandy Shocks didn't exist in the past. I'm just saying. Uh, there's screws there, guys. There's screws. When you think about Legends Arceus, and you know that Magnemite and Magneton are in distortions, but Magnezone is out there flying in the wild. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird, too? Where, what's going on? Like, it's already a Paradox Pokemon, because they're from the future, but Magnezones came first. <laughs> that is the paradox here. We know Magnezone is an ancient Pokemon. Um, yeah, one of these things is not like the other. The designs have all have a sort of primitive feeling. Haunt of Violets. Oh, Violet. My actual real hottest take is the future Pokemon look like a 3D artist took all the models and components on a 3D modeling program, made the textures as smooth as possible, and increased the gloss and shine on all the colors. <laughs> Not to mention, no. <laughs> Not to mention the unoriginality in the names. Poor designs, boring names, have made this set of special Pokemon my least favorite of all time. That's all from me, Tia. Yeah, like, does Professor Turo not understand that there's other metals? That's what I was saying, yeah. They could have done, like, copper and silver and gold and all these other... They're, well, they're, you could you could even make it, you can even make it, like, not even that basic, right? You you could be like, oh, man, this is Iridium Moth. This is, uh, this is Titanium uh, Thorns. This is... Like, you could just choose so many other metals. I, I feel, I don't know, it just feels very phoned in when they're all iron. I blame Pharaoh Seed and Pharaoh Thorn for existing, because otherwise we could have had names like that. Oh, that would have been cool too, yeah. We could have used Pharaoh. Unfortunately, we already have a Pharaoh Thorn, so we couldn't have Pharaoh Thorns. So now we have an Iron Thorns. They're different things. Yeah, exactly. Not the same. Not the same, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> One of them is good. Uh <laughs> It's fine. All right. Well, Jushiro, you're going to get this next one uh, from Trash Panda. Okay. Says, hey, Puckle Gang. Paradox Pokemon are some of the weirdest Pokemon I've seen in a while. And I feel I have some interesting opinions about some of them. For future reference, I have Scarlet. I do have to agree with the naming decision was weird. The fu uh, And the future Paradox definitely got the short end of the stick with everything using iron, as discussed. I do really like the way the future paradoxes go to sleep. Having all their lights turn off and shut down is really funny to me. And having their shinies be all chrome is cool. But they all, sh yeah, but they all should have uh, had it to be the same. Wait, wait. But they all should have had it be the same as the Pokemon they were based on, like the past paradoxes. My favorite paradox is Sandy Shocks and Scarlet and Iron Boulder in Violet. My least favorite is Screamtail and Iron Threads. To explain Sandy sh sh uh, Shocks, I have always liked the weird, unconventional characters in-game. My favorite Pokemon is Curly Chandelure. My Smash Brother main is Piranha Plant. Uh, and uh, Sandy Shocks is just so strange and goofy looking. The way it walks is really unique and its concept is just fun. Screamtail is boring and not very interesting, even compared with some of the future paradoxes not looking too different. They add hair and make it angry. I just don't understand. And bigger, I guess. For the future uh, paradoxes, they are mostly based on looks. Since I haven't played Violet, Iron Boulder just looks interesting. And I hate how Iron Thread's face is blocked by the trunk. Um, yes, I know it's basically the same as Donphan, but Donphan's trunk is connected to its face. 
Um, whereas Iron Threat has to come from the back, like someone put a piece of fruit leather on a robot. <laughs> I don't really. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. It's 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 not good. When I look at Iron Dreads, I think. Uh, uh, do you remember the show Cubics? Yes. Oh my. We've do- we've had this me- we've had this shared memory before. Continue. Do you, do you remember the uh the little robot bird thing called Don Don with the little robot face? That's what I think about when I think of like Iron Trent's face. I uh, know that's most of the that's most of the future paradox Pokemon too is like it's supposed to be the future but all of their eyes are just pixelated images. I think it's fine. <laughs> I really don't know what they'll do for the next set of weird Pokemon like Paradoxes or Ultrabus, but it'll be exciting to see. I always listen to the podcast while walking to class and occasionally find myself talking out loud as if it's part of conversation. See you all later, Ethan. Or Trashpanda103 on the Discord. All right, our last email today is going to be from VMAGSKiwi. Hello, Puckle Crew. Greetings from New Zealand. Firstly, thank you for your ongoing efforts and incredible content. I love the format of your show dearly. I got back into Pokemon through Sword and Shield after a long hiatus at the end of Gen 3 to focus on life aspirations. So it's been pretty incredible to play through the games over the recent years and concurrently listen to your old podcast episodes to gauge the feelings of the time. It felt a little bit like time travel. Oh, that's... uh, Honestly, if you're going back to like Gen 6 and Gen... Gen 7, like, those are probably okay episodes. It's a time capsule. As, as Gen 8 was revealed, uh, there were there were some rough badges. The, oh, that was a low point. That was a low point for sure. Uh, the, there, there were some emotions flying. There uh, were a lot of emotions for, like, a year. Speaking of time travel, cough, cough, a paradox Pokemon. My initial thoughts overall were neutral. Uh, I wasn't mad about them, and it was intriguing, intrigued to see how the concept would play out through the game. As a rehabilitated Gen Water, I'm doing my best these days to critique Pokemon ideas after giving them a fair chance. Moving on from a dark past where I let ice cream Pokemon annoy me and live rent-free in my head, while having no issue whatsoever with a pile of sludge evolving to a slightly bigger pile of sludge. Garbodor did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 the same thing as Muck, just like probably a better concept, honestly. It is a better, slightly, only slightly. So now, having wrapped up Scarlet and Violet, I can say with conviction that I'm left with feelings of frustrations and confusions, kind of like poor Arvin, uh, mostly in relation to the lack of lore resolution, rather than having issues with the designs and basic concept of Paradox Pokemon itself. I kind of agree with this, actually, with how much detail they put into everything else to kind of just give us like a this like hand-wavy, maybe this is it, but maybe not, explanation for Paradox Pokemon was kind of underwhelming. Throughout the game and DLC... I waited for the purpose and lore around the existence of Paradox Pokemon to slowly be revealed, how they might tie into Heath, the Professor, and of course, what Terrapagos had to do with all of it. But I was only left with disappointment and the wild time travel slash dream theory conspiracies running around in my head. I know Pokemon at times has left a lot to the a lot to be left to the imagination, but in this case, I believe the lack of closure impacted my overall experience of the game. I feel as though solving the Paradox mystery should have been intricate, intrinsic to the storyline. Something we slowly discovered and worked through during the main game to help our, with the help of our friends and teachers, especially given how important the Area Zero device was to the Generation's overall plot. Am I unfair in thinking we deserved a better explanation and proper closure? Meeting the Professor at the Crystal Pool just annoyed me, frankly, and only further aided my confusion. I agree with this take. This is like 1000% my take. Like, I, there's nothing I would change about this take. (laughs) It, it created another paradox. Yeah, right? Because you have the key to the time machine now. Uh, 
I know Pokemon at times. Uh, oh wait, no. I from a sta- design standpoint, I think it's clear that Scarlet had the better options due to being able to leverage the uniqueness and chaos of past times. I love like we're only reading three emails, guys, but all of the emails we received this week have the exact same take about Scarlet just being better. Yeah, it's it's hard to deny. I feel that Violet designs and dull names were just a basic commentary on a streamlined future where everything becomes efficient slash optimized, but in the process loot loses its essence and creativity. That being said, why couldn't they have allowed the Violet designs to transform or for the designs to tap into other futuristic ideas aside from robots? As soon as I captured my Paradox Pokemon in Violet, they more felt like, more or less felt like they were left to rot in their boxes. I personally couldn't connect to them without the lore being resolved or to help give them meaning. I hope we'll get an explanation either through the anime or a Pokemon movie in the near future. However, I strongly believe we deserve for the paradox concept to be resolved within the game itself overall i appreciate that pokemon continues to try and bring fresh ideas to the franchise on this occasion it di- i didn't quite resonate with the execution but who knows when i get around to replaying the game and reminiscing on this generation in the future maybe i'll focus on things that i enjoyed the character development the sheer amount of content the ease of shiny hunting and maybe even the unresolved mystery of the paradox pokemon anyway thanks for reading my thoughts i appreciate that that all that each of you do to keep the Pokemon discourse positive and healthy. My Monday afternoon drive home from work while listening to Puckle is always an absolute highlight. Love from a distant, far distant land, VMAX Kiwi. P.S. Excluding the box art legendaries, my favorite box paradoxes are easily Raging Bolt and Iron Moth, while my least liked are 1000% Iron Jugulus and Iron Boulder. Scarlet, better than Violet, major regrets. <laughs> Well, thank you for that one, Feedback uh, Kiwi. <laughs> poor Iron Jugulus. Poor, poor Iron Jugulus. It has a really cool card in the TCG. Like the the art rare is very cool. I want to give the I want to give the badge to uh, Vmax Kiwi. If everybody else is okay with that, yeah, yeah. Vmax Kiwi, you get the you get the badge here. Uh, and next week, uh, I want to know what your top and bottom five uh, legendary Pokemon are. Let us know. Uh, pucklepodcast at gmail.com but until next time if you want to keep up with us the best way to do so is through the discord at pucklediscord.com follow us on social media over at twitter facebook or instagram you can also go ahead and follow us uh, on youtube at youtube.com slash pucklepodcast over at twitch at twitch.tv slash the pucklepodcast i'm not going to be on on wednesday i'm going to see if i can convince shark to swap take over for me i might do something on monday though during the day so it'll be a, it'll be a weird time mostly because i have monday off so I might just do something in the middle of the day, just stream for a couple hours, the egg lock. So definitely check that out if you are available. Um, we'll have a good time doing it. But yeah, I think that's pretty much everything except for if you want to support the show, but you can do it in a couple of different ways. One, you can go to Patreon at patreon.com slash buckle podcast, get some exclusive content. Uh, I've been lacking mostly because I've had a lot of personal things happening this month. I'm hoping to get a couple of these out to you in the next, probably the last week of February. Um, additionally, you can also go ahead and uh, support the show by going to trollandtoad.com and buying all of your TCG product there um, by using code PUCKLEPOD5 at checkout. We really appreciate any of the support you can give us, but the biggest support you can give us is listening to the show. So thank you for doing that. I have been Trainer Thatch. Some say I've been Jashiro. And I've been our signal. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.